Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Green Knight. The Grink Knight. Not to be confused with, like, what, First Night? Is that The Green, not to be confused with The Green Day. Ooh, yeah. 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 Time of your life. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. That's the one. Yes, and and like that, it was something unpredictable. <laughs> oh, greatest of kings, let one of your knights try to land a blow against me. Indulge me in this game. I will be deep. Jesus Christ. Um, this is, uh, is this, how's this doing with the audience score in Rotten Tomatoes? I wonder. Um, uh, well, <laughs> it has a C audience score on um, Cinema Score or whatever that is. Yeah, because here's the thing A24, they want people to see their movies. And yes. I, don't, I don't blame them. They want to make money. Uh, this is one of those movies. That's not for general audiences, right? Well, we'll see. Yeah. The, yes. Okay. The, okay. So the the critic score is a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, a fifty five percent. Yeah. Audience score. Because that's the thing is that they they've been pushing this film. Yeah, it was uh, supposed to come out last year. Yeah, and it's like wide release. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, and. It's not a movie for general audiences. Not really, they, no. It's it's yeah. okay. it's holding at about a 7.7 7 on IMDb with an 84 Metascore. So uh, you, all those metrics basically mean critics are very uh, into this film. Uh, general audiences, not as much. Yeah, and they're not into this film the same way they're into like the Suicide Squad movie, which is also getting good reviews. That is for general audiences. Yes. Uh, it's just that A24, I think, have been pushing this as like fantasy adventure. Come, come, bring the kids. Let's go. Oh, let's I don't all think go they've been. Watch. I, I'm gonna push I back on they, bringing I, the kids. I, I, that yeah, is not how this movie's know. been marketed. I don't actually think they said bring the kids. No, no, no. But no, you no. know what I mean. Where it's just no. Like, the, the the promotional material for this film has been very dark, very moody. It's 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 adult fantasy is what they're pushing. Yeah, I think people were going into it expecting like a like a Lord of the Rings, uh, maybe like a like a mature fantasy, uh, and it is it is not that thing. Uh, I guess we'll get to this question, well, Tom. A- how did you how did you like The Green Knight? Oh, this is one of my favorite movies of the year so far, if not my favorite movie of the year so far. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I also really liked. Yeah, it. this movie fucking rips. Like, yeah, this is There's- great. I'm conflicted about something. Yeah. Um, and this isn't, I can't call this a, 
criticism of the movie because mm-hmm. I really liked the movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a less weird way to tell this story that I think general audiences would have enjoyed. If that makes sense, there uh, of course there is, but. Yes. What's your point is my follow up question to my, that. This is why I was saying it's not a critique. Yeah. My point is is I kinda want to see someone make this again soon. Uh like a, a like a more adventure version. Uh I might be wrong there. It's just it's what it was is that it did actually make me a little like hungry for like f- fantasy adventure, like a willow. You know, like like a like a something that's a little more. That's interesting because like the, dark and mature fantasy. The director uh, cites Willow as one of his inspirations for wanting to do this movie. Uh, yeah, it was it growing feels, up watching Willow. Yeah, it feels like it has uh, hints of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hints of like like your more traditional adult fantasy. That said, this is great. I really like a lot of what this director has done. Um, a ghost story. Despite having fucking Casey Affleck, uh, it is a I thought a terrific movie. It's also a real weird one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen Pete's Dragon, which he did. Nor have I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of makes me want to though. Yeah, I guess I have to now. Um. So uh, <laughs> the fuck the fuck is this film? All right. Well, okay. Uh, so my 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 pushback to your uh, idea that um this could be made more for mainstream audiences of course it could any movie could be um yeah but i think the, the trouble you run into at maybe with sir gawain's story um yeah, is that there's just not a lot of action in it like there's not a lot of action in the story itself because the point of his quest is it's teaching him how to be a knight like it's teaching him courage and virtue so it's it's yes. a, it's a series of tests basically yeah um <laughs> And they're all very, they're all very interior tests for the most part. Yeah. I think, I think there's a way to make this without it or you'd, you'd, I think what it is more is that it's that craving I had where it's not this story necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, uh, like a more dark adventure. Well, you got the Witcher coming in season two coming in December. So that's true. That's true. You got, you got some shit Um, on the horizon, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, um, like, uh, uh, John Borman's Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Yeah. By the way, this person, this director. So he's did he he loves to just go back and forth. He did Pete's Dragon, then he did a Ghost Story. He did this, and next he's doing Peter Pan and Wendy. Mm-hmm. Like he really loves like he's got like a weird deal with Disney. Yeah, one for you, one like. for me. Yeah. Well, it's more like one for me, one for Disney specifically. Disney. I mean, if you can get them Disney paychecks. Oh yeah. Uh, as long yeah, as you he's... as long as you get your the the wording of your contract phrased very particularly. Yeah. So yeah, I I uh I didn't know anything about the this story. Um I'm not I'm not uh, uh I only knew like the vague basic uh, like the the vague outline of the story which is that he's not yet a knight. The green knight shows up and is like, I've got a game. Whoever hits me first, uh, who, 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 whoever among you thinks they can land a blow against me, come out here and do it. But I'm going to return the same blow to you in a year's time. Right. Yeah. Which was great. Um, he shouldn't have cut his head off. No, he really should. I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the journey. That's part of the idea. That's the point. Yeah. He thinks, he thinks I'm going to cut this asshole's head off and yeah. then I don't have to do anything. Yeah. And then he's just like, okay. All right. Well, that's what that's it's going to be. That's what you picked, huh? 
Okay. Yeah. No, I thought the for a movie that's kind of surreal, I thought the message was very clear. And Although I, think I did. Yeah, I, I I will agree. I think it, it it is a surreal film, but it's more more of a tangible, cohesive narrative than you might expect for a surreal film. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, people were no people were walking out, and they they were they were very it's like pretty, I was listening to the murmurs, and people were like nailing it on the head. It's pretty clear what happens. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say this director does that often. A Ghost Story is another film that's kind of surreal, but you understand the point of it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate no, a movie, that he's not trying to... A movie shouldn't be a puzzle. Yeah, well, most movies, yeah. He's not trying to, like, outsmart us. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like he's he, not trying yeah. to prove how... Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, it would have been funny, though, if it just ended with him coming back home and he's like... And the king is just like, it's fucking weird out there, right? And he's like, yeah, it's really fucking weird out there. And he's Did like, you know yeah, there were giant have... nude giants? Yeah. Yeah. Giant like, giants, we... yeah. There, there's <laughs> nude giants out there. Yeah. Just that's striding the... across England. Right. Did you know that's this? we have the walls. Yeah, we, we put up the walls Yeah, why do you think reason. we build these now castles, you know. man? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fucked up out there. <laughs> did you meet the talking fox? Yeah, I met the talking I fox. did. <laughs> the fuck is that? I don't know, but he talks. And it's weird. I have, a qu- yep. <laughs> I have a question because this is probably more clear in the story. It felt like the king was supposed to be King Arthur. No. Uh, okay. That's I, I looked at the credits and no one is credited that way. Um, it's a round table. He has like a Merlin. He has like this old magician dude. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, he's like, take my sword. Everybody's like, oh, there's all these knights. So I was wondering, I think it's it's more supposed to be, again, I don't know the original story, but it feels like it's like, this is like the Life of Brian version of King Arthur. Like these are just some other assholes that are like down the street. Mm-hmm. Is that safe to say? Um, I, Maybe. It's like in this, this in like, this in this film. It's definitely not Arthur because he's not a, 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 a Gowan's not a knight yet. Right. They also say like this is another story. Like they they begin right. they begin by, by saying s- you're you're familiar with King Arthur, but this is not about him. Like right. That's well. That was the thing. Is like it's not about him, but he could be in it. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I was like, right, is this motherfucker King Arthur? Um. But I, I I like my version where it's like across the street where they're like, oh, they have a round table. We'll get a fucking round table too. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the own po- shapes. Yeah. The poem might be Arthur. I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't. Um, I, it, I don't think we're meant to nec- to be thinking about King Arthur in this movie because it ha- doesn't really have anything to do with that. No, but it does feel like they're invoking little things from King Arthur. Or maybe not. It's it's just like the wizard and the king relationship and like, yeah, round ass table of knights. Like it felt like they did. I mean, they address it. They wanted us to f- to feel like it's the same universe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least that's what I got from it. Yeah. Uh, so we should probably explain what the story is, right? This is, uh, I mean, you, you kind of said it. It's yeah. uh, this night. Uh, all right. So. Dev Patel's mom summons a knight, or yeah, it, yeah the yeah, green knight. Yeah, yeah, it would appear that she and her little uh, sewing circle of of uh, wizards um, summon this yeah. green knight on Christmas Day. Is the idea? Does she, is she like 
I want to toughen up my kid. I think the idea, it, judging by this movie, has like a fake out Last Temptation of Christ uh, ending. Yeah. Um, so judge, that was a. Oh yeah. yeah. Judging by that, it seems like her intent was to sort of guarantee that Gowan would become a knight and then become king, et cetera, et cetera. It's like she she wanted to install him in power. It seems like. Right. So she's. She's, it's so weird. Um, so yeah, because he's like, he's got nothing going on. Like, that's the first thing they establish is the king is like, tell me a story about yourself. And he's like, I don't have any. Yeah. Uh, and then the mom from the witch is like, not yet. Uh, and so I, I, <laughs> Did yeah. You know, the, the dad from the witch is the green knight. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. I love, I fucking love that guy. Yeah. He's, he fucking rules. Them. Her, also, I love. Heist or whatever. I appreciate that they had uh, Joel Edgerton and also little Joel Edgerton, you know, the little mugger. Mm -hmm. Like, I always think of him as he's like the tiny Joel Edgerton. I don't know why you think of him like that. He looks like him. Does he? Does he not look like him? Mm -mm. He looks like him. He looks like a little Joel Edgerton. He really doesn't. I don't know what you, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like a tiny little Joel Edgerton. That's what I, that's what I think, like. I don't know. That that kid's been around. He was in that uh, Killing of the Sacred Deer, which I didn't see. Mm, he's in 1917. Is he? hmm Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the knight shows up and he's like, let's play this game. Yeah. Uh, and he's just, like, showing up. Like like an asshole. He's just like uh, yeah. He's got yeah, a big. Br- all... He's got a big branch with him. He's like, here, it's fucking Christmas. Here, he yeah. just throws it on the floor. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> here. I brought a branch. Like, shows up and is like i want i want to challenge somebody and can they just be like no they could just go away man they could have been yeah but the idea is like yeah all the other knights are like fuck it i don't want to do this shit no the idea Uh, is he he hands he hands them a note and the queen reads it and it sort of like possesses her and she speaks with his voice so like that pisses the king off right and yeah the king is like motherfucker i would i would take you on myself but i'm super old yeah he's and he's like clearly they make it clear he's like sick he can barely lift his sword so he's like i can't i would be fucking yeah leaping over this table if i could won't anyone here tune this dude up for uh for sock puppeting my wife right (laughs) and he and so yeah dev Patel is like i guess i'll do it yeah i'll get him (laughs) Yeah, I'll get this guy. And then the Green Knight fucking puts down his yeah. uh, axe, and he just, like, stands there, and the guy's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And at that point, like, you should know, like, maybe listen to what he said. Well, you before know? he even, as he's handing him, as he hands Dev Patel his sword, the king is like, you understand the rules of the game, right? And he's like, yeah. And you understand it's a game, right? And he's like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe just, like, nick him. Right, maybe just nick him. Yeah. But again, it's it's the point it's is the that point. he's cocky. Right. Yeah. He's like it feels it really feels like everybody's in on it. You know what I mean? Like it feels like the mom is like I'm going to green knight this kid and the king's like, "Oh yeah, green knight him." Uh because it's like a rite of passage. It's like to a degree I think the king is just a little more because he's been around and uh maybe Arthur in the story, I'm not sure. Um right. but I think the king is just He's kind of just a little sharper about the what specifically, like the verbiage of the Green Knights game, like the rules. Like he's yeah. like, oh, I see what the what the game is here. 
whether or not the King's Arthur, he's been around the block. Like, he yeah. feels like he knows about the giants and all the weird shit yeah, out he's, there. Yeah, he's seen some shit. Yeah, he knows the world he lives in. Yeah. And that's the idea is Dev Patel is, like, feels very, well, green. Uh and so and so he chops the motherfucker's head off. Everybody's like, "Good job," <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah, but it's, again, it's, it's like quiet for a second, and they're like, "Fucking yeah, fuck that guy." Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of the point is like he's rising to fame in a mediocre way, in a, uh, in a way that's like, like it's not honorable. It's not yeah. honorable. And and then the fucker gets up and he's like, "Well, see you right. here." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'm going to write great. that down. Chopped off head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Come see, see me in a year. That. We'll get you yeah. taken care of. <laughs> so in a year, they're like, so you, you're going to go? Because he has to go to him, which yeah. is such a... Because they don't talk about consequence, which is, I think, interesting and intentional. Yeah. But like, it's just like, so are you going to go? And he's like, I guess. But they never say, like, if you don't do this... Um, you know, X will happen, and I think that's gonna piss off audiences a lot. Well, the, because of, the I, it's, it's it's the point of the last temptation of Christ ending. It's like if he doesn't go, he's a cow. He's he's a coward, and he's dishonorable. Right, he's, his he's, mom's gonna he's gonna live with that shit for the rest of his life. And we see that the his life, he's terrified to take off this sash that will supposedly keep him alive, and like he doesn't get any joy from anything. It's it's yeah it's he's he's he will lead a dishonorable life and it'll just suck he'll hate everything and be miserable right he'll be a shitty little coward yeah is the just, idea. he'll be a coward his whole life yeah uh if he doesn't basically face the consequence of this action mm-hmm. uh people are gonna sack tap him everywhere like just randomly like as they walk by him they'll give him a sack tap mm-hmm. you know they'll be like look there's that shitty guy who didn't go face the green knight just really flick one of his balls one of them too so you get that like real focused force yeah yep um meanwhile he's 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 stripping this lady yeah that's also important yeah uh what do i know her from ex machina the man from uncle tomb raider fuck she's the robot yeah uh i think Ah, good for her crap whatever what was the name of the movie she won the oscar for uh the other not the other woman something like that. it was the one with eddie redmayne wasn't it anyway, anyway. um this is gonna this is gonna kill yeah me. <laughs> um it oh fuck someone's screaming yeah, at somebody us is, is right hollering now. it at us i'm looking right i'm now. literally looking at her imdb the danish girl the danish girl. danish girl jesus christ King, the other woman um, tom good god she's yeah, she's great. Yeah, no, she's awesome, and um, she's she's good in this. That that monologue she gives later when she shows up as the lady of the of that manor is is really creepy and intense. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so he he goes off on this quest. Um, he runs into that fucking mini Joel Egerton and gets fucking mugged immediately. Yes, he does. Like an asshole. Well, that's the point. <laughs> like, everything that happens on his quest is meant to try to convince him to quit. Right. It's also so, meant to almost, like, like to, like, neg him. 
where it's like, yeah, fuck you, knight. <laughs> You're going to get mugged in the woods. Well, yeah, because the first thing that happens to him is he gets all his shit stolen. Yeah. They steal like really... all of his gear. They just, they he breaks his shield. There's no reason to do that. They just, yeah. they just like steal all of his stuff. They steal his horse. They tie him up and leave him there. It's that, that's the first thing that happens to him. <laughs> it's so funny. Because it's it's so humiliating yeah. and unceremonious. Yeah. Um, he just gets fucking punked by these muckers who yeah. are like half his age. They're not not, not uh, quite that, but like they're clearly like younger than him by like 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then they just he fucks off they with the They fuck horse. off and we never see him again. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we see him briefly the, in the, yeah. He takes the axe and um, they do, uh, well, a Sam Raimi evil dead shot that was delightful where they do the 360 in the woods yeah uh revealing his corpse yes um and it's it's an internal thing but i thought it would have been very funny if that's just where the character right. ended. yeah that was just the end <laughs> of the movie no it's, yeah yeah it, it rotates one way to reveal his corpse being eaten by beetles it's like bleached bones and then it rotates back the other way back to him and then he fights and crawls over to his sword and cuts him so he was the point is he was seeing uh, what would happen if he just sat there and did nothing exactly yeah. and what that moment is doing is foreshadowing the entire film yep uh <laughs> it's showing that he has or rather the movie has the ability to show us fantasies to show us like this is what he's imagining will happen to him mm -hmm. or what he sees in his mind's eye and he is being tested and he has to he has to keep fighting yeah um and so he does uh and, and now he doesn't have a horse um i think he's re he's rewarded with the axe at this point right the, the axe is there yeah uh well wait like, no the axe is at um the axe is when he gets to St. Winifred's house and helps her by getting her skull out of the lake and then the next right. the next morning the axe is in is in the room That's what it rewards yeah, that's him. his reward yeah Yeah, yeah cuz he runs into this lady who's just like hey I got my head cut off and thrown into this lake can you give me a hand Yeah And he does I love her cuz he's like what will you give me if I do it? And she's like, why would you ask that? Mm -hmm. Like, you dick, my head's been cut off. That, Just fucking get my head for me. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, I, I had mentioned it's about, him learning courage and virtue and this is the virtue aspect of it it's like you got to just if you're going to be a knight you have to just do things because it's the right thing to do not because you're going right. to get a reward for it right she's like motherfucker i was in the falcon and the winter soldier just she get sure was <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and uh um, solo she's the the, the really the, yeah she's the um like the rebel leader in in solo oh good the, for similar her. character to falcon and the winter soldier yeah yeah, so basically he shows up at this old abandoned house, sleeps, he gets woken up by this woman, and she is very direct about the fact that she is a ghost. Pretty she doesn't come out and say it, but she glides across the floor. <laughs> yes. And, and then like, she's like, I need, you to get my I need you to get my decapitated head. So it's like, okay, I guess we're doing this now. He retrieves it, and then he, he basically puts it back on, on her corpse. Yeah. And uh, and then he gets the uh, the axe appears. Yeah, she tells him a yeah. couple of things, um, and then the axe appears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Jeez, what happens to him next? Does is this where he meets Joel Edgerton? I feel like he has to struggle. <laughs> he meets the Giants. He, first, excuse right? me. He meets the Giants next. Well, he meets the Fox. Like the Fox has the been fox. following him. Yeah. And then the Fox is kind of leading him. And then there's also um, trails of. I gotta sneeze again. Bless <laughs> you. Yeah. It's like I'm out in the wilderness on my own quest. Um, oh, yeah. He, there's trails of yellow flowers uh, always leading in the direction where he's supposed to go because he's got that yellow cloak. Um, and yeah, the fox. We didn't mention that his 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 witch, witch mother was like, take this fucking belt. Yeah, she the gives belt it. The belt is important. The belt is very important. Yeah, she gives him a sash that has a little carved rune in it. And she says, this will keep you safe as long as you keep it on. Right, and then the fucking and little then the thieves steal it. Yeah, the thieves yeah, steal it. Yeah, it's the one of the first like the, things they do is steal that belt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He um, gets the giants. They walk him across the the valley, and that's when the world turns upside down. Like the camera literally turns upside down, and that becomes yes. important. And they, Wait, yeah, they walk him across the valley. He just sort of he follows, follows them. them. Right? Yeah, he yeah. follows them, but they lead him across the valley. Right, and the fox can speak giant, or rather, the giant speaks fox. Yeah, they're all so na- they're, like, they're the all nature helps. spirits. It's all the whole. Yeah. It's the, yeah. It's basically he's going to commune with nature more or less. Yeah. Uh. Then he shows up at Joel Edgerton's house, and things get weird. Yeah, because Alicia Vikander is there as well. Um, but as she's playing a different character. Playing a different right? character, yeah. And it becomes very clear. There's a third person there uh, who's this old lady who has a blindfold wrapped around her eyes. It, 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 they never explicitly say it, but it eventually becomes clear that this is an illusion that that blind woman is creating. Yeah, okay. D- did it become clear? Because I suspected that, but I, it, I never felt it was it's confirmed. Never, it's never, like I said, they don't explicitly say it, but it, the subtext becomes really loud by the time yeah. this sequence ends, or it's like, okay, what? she's, she, the, he only ever interacts with, she's always there. That woman is always there, regardless she's of, always there. yeah, regardless of if he's interact, even when he gets a handy <laughs> from uh, Alicia Vikander, that old yeah. woman is in the corner of the room. <laughs> he gets a he gets a real weird handy. He gets a real weird handy, and he comes yeah. on his sash. Yeah, because she it's has like, the sash. She she whips out the sash. Is like I made this, and he's kind of like bullshit. But all right, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna call you I, a liar. Yeah, I think my mom gave me that, but you're currently giving me a handy. Yeah, so I guess we're just gonna this is gonna happen. Yeah. Um, Joel Edgerton's out hunting for him. He's like, yeah, he's like a little off. Uh, and then he uh. And then he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah, it's basically they're doing (laughs) both between uh, Edgerton and Alicia Vikander. They're doing everything they can to convince him to just stay at their manor and not go on to the Green Chapel to meet the Green Knight. She's like, I'm going to show you photography. I'm going to take your picture with light and I'm going to give you a handy. Mm hmm. Edgerton's like he doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, he's all about it. He swings too. He's gonna give you a little bit of a yeah. kiss. Uh, he he's he gonna go out too. He's gonna go out hunting every day and bring you food. You could stay here forever. You don't have to go what, down the road. Is that why? Because Joel Edgerton kisses him uh, when he's leaving. Is it? Do you think it's like the magic is like? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's more into guys. That's Let's the try that. that's the implication I got. Yeah. 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 So they're like. They're just like, just stay. What do you want? Yes, what do you want? Yeah, man? it really was like a, are you into this? Is this, is this you? Yeah. No? All right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the implication is just some magical they're trying lady, to, they're, I it's guess. A, it's another test. They're trying every th- 
everything they can to get him to quit his quest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and get him to quit with, I would say it, they're dangling mediocrity. Like, yes. They're dangling the idea of like, just settle. Yeah. Just stay mediocrity here. Mediocrity and like c- stuff that's like kind of dishonorable. Yeah. Uh, like staying in I, this manner and like boning this dude's wife behind his back while he feeds you. Uh, that's right. not the greatest. <laughs> no, I would say in in some, it's more of a gray area in other parts. And I would say yeah. when we talk about honor and what's right and wrong, we're going by like a knight's code. It's, it's the movie is we're going by black and white. Yeah. yeah. Either something is good or something is bad. Yeah, because I don't want this fucking weirdo to cut off my head. He, he, like, I get it. Um, yeah, but you gave like, him, you gave him your fucking word, right? No, he yeah, and he he fucking he brought it on himself. Yeah, you t- I, you didn't have to go that hard, man. You didn't yeah, have to cut he, his head off. That's I mean that's how the why the movie yeah. works is it's all he's created the situation for yep. himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he fucks right uh, off of there, mm-hmm. uh, and then he like. The fox is, Joel Egerton is like, by the way, I caught your fox. Uh, You want it? And he's like, sure. Uh, And so he continues on. He finds a river and a boat. That's when the fox is like, hey, I can talk. Yeah. Isn't that wild? uh, Yeah. You need to turn back. So now the the fox who led him there Mm -hmm. is like, fucking stop. You're going to get murdered. And the fox seems like. I, I can't tell if the fox is actually a test or like I think a voice of reason. It's the, I, the fox is a test. Like, is the, like as what you were pointing out, the fox has been guiding him there the entire time. It's the only thing that he's been able to completely trust the whole time. Right. So when it so finally fox... yep. So when it finally gets there, and then this thing who is the only thing he's he could completely trust up to this point is like, listen, you need to fucking turn around right now. <laughs> right. And I would be like, motherfucker, you led me here, you stupid fox. But um, also and that's same... more or less what he does. Yeah. And then, yeah, like he says, I never asked for your companionship anyway. Um, but the fox does, tr- like when it, it still does try to push him a little bit in the right direction because it tells him um, you don't need any gifts in the chapel. And he's like, well, I'm not going to take off this sash, you know? Right. Yeah. He, so he tries to get him to take off the sash and he still won't do it. Right, even so the even fox, though he yeah. says at that point he's like it's just a dirty rag, and the fox is like we'll take it off. And he's like, well, I don't want to. It was a gift. He's like, well, you're not going right. to need any gifts in there. I feel like then the fox isn't trying to trick him. The fox just doesn't have faith that he's going to do the right thing. Possible. Like, like I think the fox is like, no, don't go, because I know what where this is heading, and I don't think it's going to head in the yeah, right and direction. he and he does tell him it's like, look, there can be, uh, you can there's uh, leading a good life is still worthwhile it doesn't have to be great like you don't have to be great you can be good he's told that a few times yeah. isn't he mm-hmm. um but he 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 persists and he gets to the green knight's shitty ass chapel shitty fucking i mean it's just reclaimed by it's the been reclaimed forest yeah. which is you know the it's, point. A, it's a big theme um, of the movie yeah, yeah. I mean, she has that speech about the color green. Yeah. Um, and about how it's the reclaiming of yeah. the earth. It's what happens after love and lust. Yeah. Um, it is both. It, it is both after death. Rot and life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he he shows up. The, and he has to fucking wait because it's not quite Christmas. So the green knight 
takes a while to wake up. I mean, that's another test. It's a test of his courage, right? Because he could, like, he has to sit there for like three days before the night gets up. (laughs) Right. He has to sit there and wait before this guy fucking cuts his head off. It's the fucking, it's the fight club test. (laughs) If they wait outside for three days without food, water, encouragement. (laughs) Yeah. They get to be part of Project Mayhem. Yeah, exactly. It would have been amazing if that was what yeah, happened. Yeah, fucking Tyler like, Durden comes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Green Knight wakes up and he's like, "All right, let's do this." It was, it was like the uh, the neck, right? <laughs> like, yep. it's, uh, it's again. He keeps testing him because he asks him, "Where did I hit you?" Yeah. <laughs> or where did you hit me? Like, where where was the blow again? He's like, "I uh, I cut your head off." He's like, "All right then." <laughs> All right. Uh, and then he goes to do it, and then it's like a ready on one, two, three moment where he keeps stopping him. Yeah. And then and then he's like, nah, fuck it, I can't do this. And he runs away. Yeah, he fucks up. And we, we see him return home, um, tail between the legs, uh, but everybody still honors him. Uh, he gets knighted. Uh, he, do- he doesn't go with the lady. Um, she gives, she gives him a son and then he's like, all right, bye. Yeah. That's mine now. And that was the first moment that I was like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Like they're showing like, I didn't know if it was fantasy or not what, where I was seeing, like, I didn't know it was, you know, not real, but I, I clearly saw like, yeah, it's the consequence of his dishonor Yeah, is he's living a dishonorable life. Yes. He, he, he takes their kid and basically fucks off becomes king marries someone else uh the kid dies in battle everything goes wrong people are booing him on the streets yeah, everybody hates him throwing shit at <laughs> shit, him he sucks and he basically just ha- he's sitting in the throne room watching as his 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 kingdom is like being invaded uh and just before they burst in uh he takes the sash off and his fucking head falls off yep um which yeah and then and i thought oh shit are they gonna end it there are they gonna end it all confusing like but then they cut to oh no he's still actually at the green knight um what movie is that like it's like a temptation of christ there's a oh yeah there's a few um i mean that's that's probably the the good one that's the big example yeah yeah there's like a 20 minute (sighs) epilogue that happens and then it goes back to Christ on the cross. It's like an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge, oh, too. No, I was thinking of the much more classic film, The Devil's Advocate, Tom. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because that's also, it's a devil's advocate situation. Spoilers for that, where, like, you know, they see this whole, all these consequences, and then they're snapped back to the moment of the decision. They're given the opportunity to, to change things. And so he's just like, oh, okay, one, one second. Uh, and he takes off the sash and throws it away. And the knights says something. He says like, "Congratulations." Yeah, he basically says, "Oh, well done." <laughs> yeah, and then and then he gives him twenty bucks, and he's like, basically, "This is your yeah. prize." <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. He just he just he calls him a knight. So it's the first yes. time he's officially a knight in the movie. Right. And then he says something like, "What is the line?" It's like, "Okay, off with your head." Well, <laughs> the he, movie ends. Yeah, he kind of is like he's very, he becomes very genial, uh, and then he yeah. he uses his thumb and like traces a line across his neck, and he says, "All right." Off with your head. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's then the, movie the movie ends. ends. Yeah. Uh, there is a credit. Someone is credited as Knight of the Round Table. I've say, seen these credits. So it is a round table. It is a round table. It still doesn't confirm anything. Um. So d- does he cut off his fucking head? No. Oh, 
Why would he? That's the point. I don't know. Well, the point is he still has to own it. Well, the point is, is he knew what he had. He knew the the fucking consequence he bought was that you're going to die. And he accepted it. Right. And the king says, like, it's a game. It's a game. Again, yeah. It's a yeah, game. It's a game. Where it, it's the, the he's going to test you. And he says something like, like, are we sure he's going to do the same blow back and he says something like perhaps yeah like he doesn't say definitely yeah i just yeah um and also that's just that's not how this the story ends like the the point of it is this is this journey and that he made the correct decision at the end to you know fucking fucking suck it up face the consequences like a man (laughs) yeah exactly um i am curious though they're trying to translate it as a literal translation of like what's actually happening um which is why i was like oh does the is the mom and the king just like setting up this magical rite of passage for him is he being the gamed uh michael douglas the gamed um like what is i what think is that's the process what is the, the rite of passage i think that's the mom's motivation to get him a knighthood yeah yeah but is it to get her a, a knighthood by sending this um green knight to actually test him or does she think like yeah he'll he'll he won't cut off his head like he won't do something stupid i don't know i don't know either it could be I either mean, way it's a fable uh, yeah. it's a goddamn fable yeah and again judging by the uh last temptation of christ or devil is advocate uh, uh advocate. epilogue uh it seems like the mom was fine with either outcome as long as her son becomes a knight and then becomes king Right. She's like, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to fuck off. Once, there's there's a little know. bit of a nefarious bent to his mom, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's She doesn't give a shit. Um, but yeah, damn. What a film. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I feel like we haven't even like talked about it, but like, what is... I don't know. There's, I don't know what there is to talk there's about. There's just a lot of... <clears throat> it utilizes a lot of visual storytelling. It's a film. Uh, yeah. but I really enjoyed that. Like that entire epilogue that he sees in his mind's eye uh, before it, it zooms back to him at the Green Chapel and he decides to take a sash off. There's no dialogue. It's all Oh, yeah, visual. it doesn't need it. Um, yeah. And just, I think the surreal qualities work really well to g- convey the idea of like a magical challenge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when he dives into the lake to retrieve uh, Sir saint winifred's head it becomes like this impossible uh impossibly deep uh pool there's like a red light that comes on um the red light shows up a lot and that's you know it's it's we they it's because it's the color of like lust passion stuff it's like vitality and then the green is kind of what happens afterward and it's the consequence of the decision yeah um it's just i think it's just really well told uh, and and this it's never it's never so dense that you can't figure out what the intent is which i appreciate because i hate it like i don't think if you make your film so dense that people can't interpret it i i don't think that's good filmmaking i think that's bad filmmaking i think you've made a bad movie if you do that right um, i think this filmmaker has instincts in the moment that will push away some audiences and what i mean by that is and uh, Again, it's not really a criticism because I do like this stuff, but like in a ghost story, for example, there's a shot 
where a character eats an entire fucking pie uh, and just sits there eating the entire pie and they stay with it. Uh, And that's the point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's moments here, like when he's leaving home or like these long drawn out moments that I think like I I think it's it's just not for any everybody. And I, I think um that's interesting because I, I would say it's actually a rather accessible plot. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. It's more like his style isn't for everybody. Right. Yeah. Um and and that's I don't know. I, I just find that interesting. Um I really like it. I've I've been really enjoying I haven't I I haven't seen too many of because he also did the old man and the gun. Oh yeah. Uh which I haven't seen. Uh he for a while he was getting Casey Affleck and everything and it was like, Hey, uh quit it. Maybe maybe not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I that's not gonna it's not gonna help. It's not gonna help. Yeah, if he'd popped up want... in this, I'd have been like, Oh, cut his head off right away. Yeah, for the love of God. Yeah. That's why a ghost story works because it's technically Casey Affleck, but he's covered in a fucking sheet the whole time. Uh yeah. He's very good at telling a story visually mm-hmm. for a reason. Like uh, this isn't a podcast about a ghost story, but like that that movie I think made the rounds because it's someone with a bed sheet over their head playing a ghost. It's also shot in a um like a one by one format, like it's square. So it looks like a photograph. Yeah, but that's not why it's shot that way. And I would argue both of those choices are there for a reason. Yeah. So he's not like and it's clear like it's skin deep and so i appreciate that about him that it's like he's not like ooh, why am i doing stuff it's like you're making weird decisions but it's very clear the intent is clear yeah yeah i I really like that yeah yeah because that's hard that's hard it is hard to do right it's (laughs) because (sighs) yeah it's you're, you're you're telling a picture with with vi- you're telling a picture you're telling a story with with pictures and not words so it's if you don't know the person's mind it's like playing that board game mysterium uh yeah you have to do it in a way that will make sense given the context right it can't just be a choice for the sake of a choice although plenty of filmmakers do that um yeah, exactly yeah uh and it's refreshing it's like yeah a ghost story it's kind of a very brilliant use because it's like that's an imagery we all know is the person with the bed person sheet, with a sheet yeah. and cut eye holes that is universal but a, <laughs> right but it is it's also about the soul and the loss of like your external identity is the point um or of that imagery at least um it's not the point of the movie so it's like stuff like that where it's like oh what a perfect way of portraying that with something that we all sort of know uh, from, you know, various pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, this movie rips. Yeah, this movie does rip. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous, uh, yeah. which is saying something because it's in bleak ass England. Right. But it's, uh, it's again, it's one of those movies where like, if someone's like, eh, it wasn't for me, I can't I get it. really yeah. blame I them. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's surreal. It's kind of experimental, but like I, those seem like the wrong words for it. I wouldn't, I, um, surreal. I would really call it experimental. Um, cause it's still pretty, say, it's still pretty accessible. Oh, here's, here's the thing. All right. Here's, this is again, not really a critique, but one of the things where I was like, I kind of wish they didn't do it that way. The titles 
were all over the fucking place and I didn't have time to read them all and I feel like an old asshole but like he he sprinkles titles everywhere uh and that was like that felt experimental cuz I didn't feel like it was motivated um I but, think but, it was just meant to be because that's the way a lot of those old uh manuscripts are written where it's it's these big dramatic flourished titles are woven directly into the text as you're reading it yeah i understood that yeah. what it was referencing but well, it felt I mean, like it, the editing was almost like monty python the holy grail like it was these like boom big flashy right letters but they would, and they would happen randomly but they would be within the scene like it wouldn't cut to a title card is what i'm saying so it's just like oh, yeah. it's woven into the narrative as it's happening which i think that's the only that's I, I think that's the only reason behind that choice. Yeah. It's purely a post-production choice, too. Yeah. It's not like... It, it just, like... it. I think it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. It, it like... Sure. I would say it took me a little bit out of the movie, because I kept getting distracted by it. Oh, okay. Um, that's weird. That's my only critique. <laughs> that's, like, my one critique of this film. No, that's fine. That. No, it wouldn't, it wouldn't... Tone down the titling a little bit. It wouldn't be an episode of We Just Watched if you didn't find a weird thing to, to obsess over. Yeah. Well, no, this is, this is like... This is, I'm, I'm, this is a compliment because this is the one critique I could find was I literally just didn't like the lettering of the titles. Like that's really digging. That's digging deep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I did like when it, at at the very first one it shows where it's just Sir Gawain and it showed a bunch of different styles of that sort of flourish. And I think the intent was to kind of lead you along. Here's the different, the story has been ad- adapted many different ways. Here's this adaptation. So it's not going to be, it's going to be the same story you, you might know, but not exactly. Oh, that is smart. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's I like the, that more now. The very first title card does that. The rest of them stick with the same font, but yeah. Yeah. But no, that's smart. That's wicked smart. At least that's how I interpreted it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's wicked. It's it's wicked smart, bro. It's wicked smart. You suspect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we're talking like Casey Affleck. I know, yeah. Yeah. That's Ben that says that line, but sure. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It doesn't matter. Same diff. They're all they're all the same. Those white those white fellows. Yeah. Uh, those white uh, chaps from Boston. Yeah, we didn't need to bring the Afflecks into this. I don't know. Uh, like, but, you did it. Yeah. No, I know. Um, I think we can be done. Yeah, I think we can be done. I'd say uh, watch this movie. It's playing everywhere. Yeah. Like the, I just came back from uh the the boonies in Florida where my mom lives and it's playing at her little three screen theater in oh, town. Yeah. Fucking Green Knight. Hey, twenty four men. I don't know what they're up to, but they're really pushing some they, shit. They have I mean, they building a brand, they have the distribution muscle to flex so yeah you know an a20 like the a24 is like there was a there was a preview for that movie lamb before my showing green night and like the a24 was featured as prominently as the marvel logo like they know to push a24 as being it's going to be this this weird uh slow burn experimental adult horror film like they know to push that it's they're they're it uh the the marvel of indies i think they're they're kind of 
expanding out to be like uh, uh, as evidenced by this movie to be less horror yeah but they're like hey everybody we're a24 you know it's gonna be fucked up and weird let's it's, do this i think like that's that's yeah. their jam i think the i think the prime i think it's adult is what they're pushing like these are films yeah. for adults yeah like yeah these are award films it's like focus just, pictures yeah, or like yeah not- there's there's been they, there's been indie like like there's been indie brands that come and go you know what I mean mm-hmm. that but I this. think I think a24 is leaning more into its audience rather than like uh Fox searchlight so you know it's you know a, a an award season push I think the intent here is seems to be more audience focused where they're letting the yeah. audience know this this is a movie for grown-ups <laughs> so right i think it's also there's an art element like i think yeah. in the world of marvel and how everything's a brand they realized like we need to make ourselves the this is the art brand yeah where the okay we're gonna make an art movie uh it's got a24 at the beginning which again i do think there's been few brands that do that um and I do think after a while, they it will be like like everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where I like mean, they'll kind of betray that trust. They'll they're gonna have some misses. It's like Blumhouse. Like Blumhouse is still yeah. pretty good, but you know, as they as they get bigger and bigger and start to put out more movies, there's they're gonna start to have some misses come in there along with their hits. So absolutely, because um, man, good God, that Truth or Dare movie that Blumhouse put out, holy shit. Oh, what a piece of that shit. That was a piece oh my of God. shit. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's a Christ. terrible movie. Oh, what a dick movie. Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah. Final thing, as I looked up a picture of David Lowry, uh, he looks like Casey Affleck. Sweet. <laughs> he looks like bald Casey Affleck. So oh, I, I don't know if he secretly is Casey Affleck or if the, he just sees Casey Affleck and he's like, it's literally me. Uh, I got to put him in movies. But that... I don't know. That explained a lot to me. Sure, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you have that that yeah. elevated understanding now. Yeah. Oh, also, Dad from The Witch. It's nice to see him do something that isn't a piece of shit, like like Hurricane like, Heist. Yeah, or The Boy Two <laughs> or whatever. Is he the Boy? Apparently, um, like I think he he was in the ballad of buster scruggs he's in good things but it's one he's one of those people that after the witch i was like i want to see him front and center uh and then they're like here's the hurricane heist and it was like god damn it he's in ready player one he's like the shitty dad he is he's the stepdad that's right like he's getting paid good for him i mean yeah that's a spielberg movie like uh, you know but his that voice just his voice alone in the witch i was like give him everything yeah he fucking rules that guy's awesome yeah and so i'm happy to see him as the green knight yeah um all right are we done we're done that's a so all right that's a so thanks for listening everybody um you should check out our patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed we have exclusive podcasts on there like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder is a maniac and star trek the next futurama Tom, did you know that we moved our store? We did, so I was going to have to ask you to do the plug this time, because I don't know it yet. <laughs> well, here's a fun fact. I also got us a GoDaddy page, so you can literally just go to www.gamefullyunemployed.com. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, and there's nothing there yet, because I figured, like, well, we might as well just get that address while it's still available. Um, but there's a link to our uh, Teespring page on there and the the actual link is gamefully dash unemployed dot creator dash spring dot com 
which is a terrible, terrible address. I don't like that at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, so just go to gamefullyunemployed.com. And eventually, I I bet we could like make you know put our podcasts and all the all the new news. Yeah, and, like, we can just put up everything. links and shit there for yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, check that out. That's a real easy plug. Isn't that a great idea? Yeah, yeah. It's almost um, as though we should have done that three years ago. 